Good morning. This is Pastor Dave. Have a great thought for you here this morning. I'm going to be reading in the gospel, uh, the Psalms, Psalm 15, and uh, this is a psalm that really impacted me many years ago because it's a psalm where the writer is asking a very interesting question. He says in the psalm, "Lord, who gets to hang out with you?" I like that for a question. Who gets to hang out with you? Who who do you like to hang out with? And then after he asks the question, he lists off about six or seven character traits that are uh, the kind of people that God likes to hang out with. So I just want to take a minute and read this and just talk about this a little bit. So Psalm 15, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? Now here he lists off the character traits. He who walks uprightly and works righteousness. He who speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is despised, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He who swears to his own hurt and doesn't change. He who does not put out his money to usury, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. He concludes it by saying, and he who does these things shall never be moved. So, so this is really interesting because he asked the question, God, who do you like to hang out with? Who gets to abide and dwell in your tabernacle? And then he lists off all these different character traits. So, so really the first question is, how does this happen? Like, 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 do we develop these character traits first and then we get to hang out with God? Or is it possible as we hang out with God, we develop these character traits? I think it's interesting he uses the question in the beginning, who may abide in your tabernacle, who may dwell in your holy hill. What he's saying is, who gets to stay? See, I think the way this works is everyone's invited in. You know, God's invite is broad. Everyone is welcome. Come, come, come. But then it comes to a place where who gets to stay, who gets to abide, who gets to dwell. And the way we get to abide and to dwell with God is we develop these character traits. So, so what we're about to read is it's like this. The more we hang out with God, the more we develop these character traits. It isn't as though we go about developing these character traits so we can hang out with God. The Bible says in, in 1 John that as we see him, we become more like him. And also in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, it says, but we, as we behold the glory of the Lord, we're being transformed into that same image from glory to glory. So this char these character traits we're about to read are not character traits you develop. These are character traits that you, you like become as you hang out with God. And hanging out with God, this is why I'm such a big believer in attending church and personal devotions. When you go to church on Sunday, you're hanging out with God. When you're having personal devotions, when you're reading the Bible, when you're listening to Christian music, that's hanging out with God. And that will transform you so that you'll have these character traits we're about to look at. Let's read a couple of these here, and we'll just talk a little bit about them. One is in verse 2. It says, he who walks uprightly and works righteousness. So the kind of people that God likes to hang out with are people who do the right thing. Not always, not always the easiest thing, but the right thing. It may not always be the cheapest thing, but it's the right thing. Uh, it may not be even to be to our advantage, but it's the right thing. And this is the kind of thing, a character trait God's looking for. People who do the right thing, even when no one is looking. People who do the right thing, even when no one will notice. 
The next part, it says, and he who speaks the truth in his heart, God likes to hang out with people who are honest, who tell the truth, people who are not deceitful. Nothing worse than being around people and you're trying to guess, are they shooting straight with me? Is this person telling me the truth? Or, or after they leave, you're trying to interpret what were they really saying? Uh, you know, he's talking about people who are honest and speak the truth, but but not just that, but you speak the truth in love. You know, you speak it in the right way, the right time and appropriately. You're not being hurtful or mean, but you know how to be honest with people. Now, here's a big one that really impacted me many years ago. Verse three, he who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friends. So we all know it's wrong to gossip, but I don't think very many people know that it's wrong to listen to gossip. The kind of people God likes to hang out with are, are people that don't gossip, but they're also people who don't listen to it. You just have to train yourself to say, look, I don't believe that, man, no. I don't, I don't want to hear that. Or if they, people are telling you stuff, say, you know, what? I'm going to go tell that person. I don't keep those kind of secrets. Yeah, that'll, that'll stop the gossip. But these are the kind of people God likes to hang out with, not people that just don't gossip, but people who don't listen to gossip. And then verse four, pretty strong words here. In whose eyes a vile person is despised, but he honors those who fear the Lord. It's pretty strong words. God's saying he doesn't like to be around vile people. And just for definition's sake, like clarification, a vile person is not somebody who just does things wrong. A vile person who does things wrong and then justifies them. So like we all do things wrong. That doesn't make you vile. You become vile when you're justifying your bad behavior. These are the kind of people God doesn't like to hang out with. And you don't want to be justifying bad behavior. One one last one, and then we'll just read through the rest. But this one is a big deal. He who swears to his own hurt and doesn't change. It means you keep your word. God likes to hang out with people who, when they say they're going to do something, they do it. They don't come up with excuses. I mean, it's really easy when you give your word and then you find out it's going to cost you or it's going to be difficult to say, well, I can't do it. And here's my reason. God's saying he likes to hang out with people that give their word and honor it and don't come up with good excuses. This ought to make you a little slower in giving your word before you say oh, you're going to do something. But if you say you're going to do it, do it, man. Honor your word. And then verse five is talking about using your money properly. Don't, don't, you know, don't use it to take advantage of people. And then he ends it with this. He who does these things shall never be moved. I like to just paraphrase this a little bit. It's saying he who does these things won't have to move out. See up above, he says, who gets to move in, who gets to abide and dwell. People who have these kind of character traits, he ends it with he who does these things doesn't have to move out. In other words, you don't want to have to move out. God's inviting you in as you hang out with him. You'll see these character traits developing. This is not something you're going to do on your own. The Holy Spirit will do it in you. Uh, but these, these are character traits you can use like as a, as a target, what you're looking for, a way just to evaluate how am I doing. And uh, they're, they're really helpful in life. And you'll, your life will be blessed as you uh, hang out with God. So have a great day. I'll see you again. Bye.